Christmas is coming quickly. The days for the celebration of Christ's birth are fastly approaching. I find myself getting a little bit caught up in the hustle and bustle and then not wanting to be caught up in that. And so taking some time to sit and reflect and the quiet nights, the starry skies, the Christmas lights that the neighbors have put up or the city has put up, give me pause. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7 says, For to you, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Advent is the season of waiting for Jesus to come to earth. We know that all of creation, we know that all of God's people had been waiting for a very long time for God to to set up his kingdom, for Jesus to come. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. They were waiting for his kingdom to be established, the kingdom of peace. We often think of peace as just the absence of war or absence of conflict. We think of peace treaties or neighboring nations deciding to live in peacefulness with each other. But there's a fuller sense of that in the biblical telling, in the biblical words, of, of meaning the completeness or wholeness or, or restoration. It, it, God doesn't necessarily promise that we're not going to have conflict. In fact, Jesus coming, and those of us who believe in Jesus, he, he even said that that's going to cause conflict sometimes between families for those who choose to follow Jesus and those who don't. So it has to be a bigger sense of that peace has to be a bigger sense than that. There's a sense of him establishing his kingdom, but he's establishing his kingdom also just in our hearts, not just a physical kingdom. He's restoring something that was broken. He's restoring relationship with the creator of the universe and the created. Jesus' coming is bigger than we can even imagine. What he is restoring, what he is completing, what is he fulfilling, the wholeness that he's bringing to all of creation is really bigger than we can imagine. The word for Advent this week is peace. Scripture talks a lot about peace, but it really is only found through the person of Jesus. And that's why focusing on Jesus at Christmas and focusing on Christmas time right now, Jesus is the main thing. We know that. But it's bigger than just a baby in a manger. It's just bigger than taking a moment out of our busy lives to say, yay, it's Christmas. This is something that has been started since before the beginning of time. That this wonderful counselor 
This mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace was coming as a child, as a baby. Luke 2 is when the angels come. They're talking to the shepherds. We start in verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Peace. Somebody, creator of the universe, had come to this world, to this earth as a baby, and he was bringing peace. He was bringing restoration, completeness. Peace is not just the absence of something, but it's the presence of something. It's the presence of Jesus. Advent, Jesus coming, bringing peace. Philippians 4, 4 through 9, also talks about peace. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say rejoice, and let your reasonable reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Again, peace is not separate from Jesus. There's so much turmoil. There's so much going on in our minds as we think about Christmas and the, pres- the, the preparation for that. But just in general, life is hard. Life is complicated. There's so many variables. There's so many variables. There's so many things that we focus on and need to do just to make it through the day. And Philippians is reminding us to be, not to be anxious about any of those things, but to take all of those things, the things that would make us anxious, the things that we would worry about, and instead to give them to Jesus, to find his peace. We can do that, and Philippians suggests through prayer. We just give that to Jesus through prayer and find his peace. There is something about that calmness, that centering maybe, but there's also something about his completeness and being restored to the creator of the universe, to be reminded who we are and who God is and that we can trust him completely. So peace is the presence of Jesus, not just the absence of conflict or confusion. It's his presence. John 14, Jesus says to the disciples and specifically to Thomas because he was having some questions and he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus not only is our our peace, but he's our life. He's the way to the Father. He's the way to relationship. He's the restored relationship of creator, creation to creator. But he becomes our life. John 15 talks about the vine and the branch. And it talks about how God the Father tends a vineyard. And there's fruit that grows because of his 
tender care. But it also talks about Jesus being the vine and we're the branch. And the life source of the branch, the life source of the branch is the vine. And that's Jesus. We're the branch. He's the vine and he's our life source. So not only does he come to restore relationship, he comes to be our life. And that is often hard to even wrap our minds around, let alone completely understand. But Jesus is our peace. He came as a babe in the manger. He was long waited for. The Messiah was long waited for. But he has come. And he is the presence of peace of wholeness, of completeness, of restoration, and he is our life. And out of that then flows rivers of living water that get to flow out to others and restore others to to God. So as we reflect this week on Advent, as we take some time out of our busyness to remember that Jesus has come, And we remember that he is our peace, the prince of peace, that is establishing peace, that is restoring us to proper relationship with our creator. Let's sit and just reflect and be reminded of this. Let's ask him to show us what it really means that he's our life. What do we need to reflect on? What do we need to receive? What do we need to remove from our life? What do we need to know and remember about Jesus this week? And what is God restoring in your life? What relationships are he, is he restoring with himself or with others? What relationships and restoration is he cre- creating a longing in you for to be restored? I don't know. But God is at work. Jesus has come and he's promised that he is our peace. He's completing something. He's restoring things with us and God the creator. Creation is being restored with creation. Fullness has come. He's completing the work he began. So take a moment. Reflect. Sit at Jesus' feet, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the Prince of Peace.